Beef. 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 Okay. Yeah. Beef. The thing's Beef. starting. The thing is starting. Well, I'm just I'm just doing a sound check, dude. Like, chill out. No. What? I can't. No, no, you can't. Hello, comrades. Welcome to the Ignorance Manifesto. Mark the Bear here. And Ryan the Raccoon. And together we are your humble podcast host. The humblest. The humblest of humblest. So what's up, Ryan? What's been going on today? Or this week? Well, how do you feel about the market? The market? Oh, gosh. The market's been screwing me. I've had the shittiest luck with my picks. I wouldn't even call it investing at this point. I'm just gambling, I think, because I'm not doing enough research to figure out who to do, you know, who to pick or which companies to quote unquote invest in. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just having some terrible luck. All yes, of my, all of my yes, tickers are, are just going red. I, I, I'm kind of over it now. Same here. It, it's fucked the market this week. So. <laughs> I want to hit the reset button. Dude, just. isn't it kind of, it's, it's a little insane that depending on a company's political stance, that could determine uh, a negative or positive swing. Well, I think more often than not, it would determine a negative swing in oh, the market. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because do you remember when... Um, when Jeff Bezos was about to, or uh, the moments leading up to Jeff Bezos going into space, uh-huh. I saw so many, there were so many memes, there were so many posts on social media from, you know, meme pages and just random acquaintances that I have just talking shit about Jeff Bezos, the rich Amazon, you know, the right. typical, you know, those typical negative uh, yep, comments yep. that you see. And it's just like, Dude, this guy is the richest man in the world, has created, I think, hundreds of thousands of jobs for, for people. Yeah, I has think prov- so. Has provided a livable wage, not on top on top of $15 an hour, which is what I think they pay. Uh-huh. They provide benefits, and I'm sure stock options. And if anybody had held some stock options, their wealth increased along with the company. I, I don't get that disconnect with a lot of people just talking shit about Jeff Bezos. Well, I think they uh, I think the big conversation is more about the working conditions. Like I've, I feel like I've seen some memes where it's like Amazon employees taking a bathroom break and then they show like Jeff Bezos with like fucking fire eyes or something like, you know, get back to your <laughs> workstation. And so I, I think, I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest things, but also in regards to him going to space recently, uh, there's a lot of criticism because I feel like I, I heard this clip where he was being interviewed um, and talking about going to space and how much it's going to cost and who's paying for it. And he basically said, Everyone who's an Amazon customer, y'all paid for this. So it's like basically all of us well, <laughs> are the yeah. ones who paid for it. But to, but to like kind of rub it in your face that way, like I think that's what, you know, and I don't think that that's necessarily what he meant to do. And Like in that way, he didn't it's, mean it's, it to be like yeah, an arrogant I, statement or something. Exactly. Like. I don't think, I don't, and maybe he was, but I don't know for certain if he was, tr- you know, attempting to be arrogant, but I think that was the reception from you know, the general public, it's like, man, fuck that guy. Like he makes so much money. And he literally just told, you know, told the world that we all paid for it. Kind of like <laughs> as if we're all taxpayers to a country, but Amazon is just a company, you know, it's like, this is where all the, all of your dollars went to. It's for him to enjoy. What was it? Five minutes or a few minutes two, however many minutes it at the edge of space, you know, all went to that. He did it. Fuck it. He's, but he did it. He did it. He has the power to do it. I don't think uh, Amazon laid off any employees so that he could do this. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I I envy the rich. I hope to one day become the rich. <laughs> I do not hate the rich. They right. provide jobs and they pay the majority of taxes. So I think the rich. You think the rich? I think the rich. The rich are, oh, I don't know. They're you do not want to give this raccoon a lot of money because I will be the most arrogant. 
I'd go around slap things out of people's hands like, ah, oh, here's a thousand. Get away from me. Oh, like, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Like, all right. Um, <laughs> that's that. That's that I think is the issue, though, is the is the amount of power that these that the rich have, you know, like Jeff Bezos and your Elon Musk and, and, and Mark Zuckerberg's and all that. But uh, just kind of circling back to what you said earlier, though, about any type of news that happens, you know, whether it be positive or negative, and the influence that that has on, say, a particular company's stock price, you know, that's that's pretty interesting because that's kind of what the market is, right? It's kind of a measurement of our sentiment to these companies, like how we feel about them. So with that, it seems... And, and I don't know how long this has been going on that we, but, you know, or when I started noticing this, but it seems a lot more prevalent now that a lot of companies and corporations are taking like a position in, you know, political issues. I think that, I think that's kind of happened a, a lot, a, a lot before, but even more so now it's, it's more on the social issue sides of things, you know, like, uh, I think it was Coca-Cola that was speaking out against the um like the the voting bills that were being pushed in the the conservative states you know that supposedly limited voting rights right you know, right like, shit like that well coca-cola or or even any company for that matter i mean that's why they they form these uh, like packs right the political action committees i think is what they are like corporations have these or super packs i, I remember that being a big thing like I don't know, a decade ago. I remember hearing that on the Colbert Report, actually. The super PACs. Probably yeah. when during the Obama um, presidential election when he was running against... Oh, Our money? Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call him? Our money? Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> Mitt Romney. That's it. So that's why I recall that. But so that was more focused on the political side of things. And I think that's, that's always been there. Maybe it's a little bit more visible now. But it's more... What, what I'm seeing more and more is like the social position that companies stand for now. Like last year, you know, when Black Lives Matter was a, and I'm sure it's still a big movement, but it was really like in the headlines. Um, it was in right your face. Up. It was absolutely. And so corporations, I feel like, started taking a position on that. Whether it was, uh, what was the thing? I think they, there was like the, the, the blackout or something, like blacking out Instagram and, uh, that was instant, but that that was users doing well, that. Well, okay, so but from there, I think I could have sworn that I had like apps that started going black and white too. Like oh their yes, logos. yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, uh, like the app logos on your phone that you'd see on your phone. Right, right. So you know that's starting to be, or it it just seems like it's it's becoming a really big thing. Uh, what was in it? Pride, couple, in Pride Month, exactly. Everybody a couple has the rainbow uh, flag. I on was their just about to say, a couple months ago. App. So yeah, now 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 your phone is full of a bunch of rainbow colored icons. Or <laughs> actually, I don't remember it being that like pervasive. At least not on my phone. But uh, you know, they they would change their logos and just say, yeah, here we support this. And and I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily. It's just I I, I don't know what the point of a company's position is. You know, like what why what 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 does it matter if Coca-Cola or Pepsi as uh, celebrates LGBT like or Pride Month, um, you know, like, is that going to influence me to buy their products more? You know, is is, is that the point? Oh, you know, because I'll say right maybe now, I'll I'll say right now I don't really care at all what position these companies are. If I like your product, I'm going to go for it. Now, I guess the converse of this, or you know, the in or whatever the the opposite spec side of the spectrum would be if you're a fucked up company and like in that you support some really bad shit. And I can't even think of something really bad. Like but, company X donating to the, uh, I don't know, some white supremacist uh, yeah, organization. Like, right, right. Or yeah, yeah. So, something like that. Like if you start doing some really like fucked up shit or, or, and it sounds bad, and I don't think it would be a public knowledge, but if you're doing, like, human trafficking or something, or Jesus. just, you know, really bad, then yes, okay, you. there's a lot more than just whether or not we're going to buy your product. Like, you need to be investigated or something. Yeah. But, so, 
so with the current situation, it's like, I don't really care what you support or not support. I mean, if it's, you know, pandas going extinct and you're, and, and you're all about saving the pandas, it's like, well, that's, that's cool. But you know, but how do you feel about LGBT issues? Oh my God. You know? I mean, but no, it doesn't, it's, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, okay. If I was against, you know, LGBT issues, and I think that's probably the point, right? If, if you're, so if you're on the on the part that you don't support that, right, or you know, like, then, like Chick Fil A being not supportive oh, yeah. of, I, I don't know, I'm just gonna say homosexuals, okay, or gay yeah, marriage yeah. or something like that, right, right, because they're more they're like a Chick Fil A is like a Christian organization, right? I think I, so. I think that the owner or the conglomerate that owns Chick Fil A, they have donated to faith-based organizations or something like okay. that. Okay, and and in that, their stance is against homosexuality. But see, I don't and... think they've ever come out and explicitly said that we don't like the gays, or you know, not that crude, but like, right, right. <laughs> in essence, I don't think they've ever come out and said that like, we hate the gays or anything like that. I just think that they've donated to faith-based organizations that may have done things or said things that may have been unfriendly to that whole group. Right. Okay. So taking this example, for sure, Chick-fil-A is not celebrating, or I don't know, it's not celebrating. Uh, you you know, can Pride say it's Month. not celebrating uh, the the whole, I don't know if they, if they, if they just skipped Pride Month or I don't know what their statement was around that, but I would assume that they, yes, they did not. They celebrate. probably did not. Yeah. So would that have influenced you? I guess if you were, if, if you're a, uh, and I, and it's hard to put this in words, I guess, but like a heavy supporter, um, not to say that, I mean, because if I was 20, then yeah, I wouldn't have gone to Chick-fil-A. You wouldn't have gone to Chick-fil-A, really? Yeah. So this actually is making a difference in... Oh, I, yeah, I think so. I, I think so. So company taking a position on social issues is almost a necessity now for the now upcoming generations, like... That, that, is that such an important topic in your when you make a decision, a consumer decision? From a business standpoint, I would say yeah. And it's a response to how we conduct ourselves in society, in our own culture. So like I said, it, in, so my, in, my, in my younger, more naive years, I would probably yeah not have gone to Chick-fil-A just because, oh, yeah, yeah I... I I wanted to be a part of any type of movement like back in uh, the early 2000s and uh, even the early 2010s. I felt like a lot of these, uh, I think back then it was just called LGB communities. Okay. You know, they, yeah. they were really like starting to, to grow and the whole sen- sentiment around gay marriage became much more mainstream. In my opinion, this is how I, I view it. Well, I, right. I because that, it. It, it is a, it's a very, relatively recent that gay marriage is legal right i mean what was that that was like in the last in within the last decade or at least the last the 15 era? years era i think so yeah it's kind of more uh, i guess normalized but yeah uh, well not just normalized but actually legalized right isn't it legal everywhere or is it a state so by dumb. state thing yeah i feel retarded oh, or is God. it a state by state thing i, I don't know I thought... no it has to be a state by state thing because you know certain people go to new york and they get married, whereas I don't think you can you can here in Texas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm so fuck fucking stupid about that. But yeah. uh all right. <laughs> so okay. So back then, and and I guess even now, but for your situation in the early two thousand tens or whatever, if a company didn't if they did something that you were not in support of, you would not go to their, you know, place of business to purchase or engage in their services i think it would be dependent on the uh on the business and the product that they provide so something like chick-fil-a that's not a lot of money you know for for a chicken sandwich the chicken sandwich is great and (laughs) it's not it's not a lot of money so it's not a heavy investment to i guess not go there all right yeah yeah. um so for a company like apple what was the uh, what was the big complaint about apple early on right that like oh their iPads and iPhones are made in China by uh, child slaves right and yeah. they have they have suicide nets on or maybe that's sweatshops but uh, oh shit uh, <laughs> but yeah so that, that I guess that was the criticism that colloquially people would throw towards Apple that you know their products are made by a Chinese 
sweatshop workers, right, you know, right. some, something along the lines of that. But everybody loves everybody loves Apple phones. Exactly. They make a damn good product. It didn't and, it didn't age very well. <laughs> and if it is the case that they are manufactured in China, hopefully not in those conditions. But even if they are, that has translated into prices being so low that they are the affordable price that they are today. Are you willing? Affordable to- Apple, really? Okay. Well, if it was made in America, how much would they be? Well, I don't know. I think Apple. I think somebody has done those calculations and like anybody can go look it up and uh, prove me right or prove me wrong. But from what I remember, I don't remember the exact figures, but the uh, the prices would be significantly higher if they were made here in America. Is it only because they... So the question becomes, are you willing to give up these devices for your own personal little believies that you hold, you know, within you? Right. Towards, I guess human suffering sympathies towards human suffering <laughs> that's so fucked because the answer is no and like the answer everybody, is no yeah, right everybody is you know or i mean not everybody but apple is a is pretty much a, the leader in phones right phones and tablets i mean they they are the i guess the pioneers even you know with smartphones i love my ipad yeah it's fucking awesome i hope it was made in a condition that is not bad but it's not gonna whether (laughs) whether it was under duress whether it was or not it's not gonna stop you from enjoying your product that's yeah 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 that's true it's a sad reality (laughs) that we live in okay so like running with that yeah something like chick-fil-a it's easy to boycott because you're you're not making a big sacrifice in giving that thing up which is a simple chicken sandwich with some waffle fries and you get some chicken sandwich anywhere else you get it anywhere else yeah but Um, it's not the same quality it's not no. So you you do sacrifice the quality, but I mean, I mean, it's just a, in the end, it's just a chicken sandwich. You can go to any other fucking place you want and get something similar or completely completely different, but it's still food. Um, on the flip side, though, if groups of people were willing to forego getting the chicken sandwich just because Chick Fil A didn't want to celebrate or support gay marriage or the LGBTQIA plus community, there's going to be the other side of the aisle that uh-huh. is going to go to Chick-fil-A specifically Be- because, to, yeah. to buy the chicken sandwich just to stick it to the other side. Yeah. You know, that's how fucked we are. Why is it like that, though? Why has it grown? Because I don't think it was always like that. I don't think that that's this. This didn't exist over 15 years ago or maybe no, I was just what? too young to to notice. But, you know, why is this so pervasive now? In today's world, that well, social media, right? I, I think that's that yeah, is the okay. easiest go-to answer, that, that, right? For, and that, yeah, exactly. That is the answer for everything these days, right? We're all so interconnected. I mean, yeah, with the, with Apple and the deliverance of smartphones, we all can be. We, but but that's just the thing, you know. We're bombarded with so much information every day from so many other sources. I don't care what position these companies take on things. I mean, this is just my opinion, but you know. If I found out Taco Bell is, you know, killing <laughs> killing whales or something, and you know I like whales, whatever, save the whales, I might still go to Taco Bell. Like I'm not gonna. How can anyone keep up with all this? Like how can you keep up with what companies are doing what? I mean, because ugh, fucking opinions are changing all the time. People's positions change, you know, with time. It just it just it feels so exhausting as another layer of decision making whenever you just want to live your fucking life you know yeah <laughs> it's like gosh it's- and unfortunately it feels like it it's become so aggressive to the point where people get and i don't even know if this is i'm just gonna say it it feels like it's become so aggressive to the point where if if you want to be one of those people that just kind of hangs back and views from the outside you know just wants to kind of stay out of the whole political discourse that's going on, then there's still going to be a group of people that have a problem with that. With you're you, yep. not doing enough. Yes. Yep. And that drives me up the wall. Yeah. Like, so, okay. We, we, yeah. With all these things that we all, or not we all, but generally the majority of people kind of tend to agree with things. If you're not posting on Instagram or Facebook or something, you're, your position, you're part of the problem. <laughs> you're part of the problem. Like, why is that? Like, why is it? 
It was not. It wasn't like that before. And what does it matter? Like, why? Why am I the criminal for not caring again if Taco Bell is killing whales with their <laughs> with their meat <laughs> products or whatever the fuck they're doing? You know, like I. I don't want to have to deal with that or think about that. You know, I have my opinions. I have my positions. We don't have to know everybody's position at every single time. You know, it's just, ah, uh, whatever. It's, it's exhausting. You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm curious with the younger generation, like, what is that? How are they going to grow, like grow into adults? Like how, how is their life going to be? Is it, is, is it going to be with that idea in mind? I feel like this is a, a bigger thing with the younger generations or like, you know, the up and coming generations that they are that, that I guess they feel like they're social uh, trailblazers or pioneers yeah. in, in trying to make this uh, trying to get their point across. And again, that's why that's why I said when I was in my early 20s, I feel like I would have been that way just because I was I was trying to take that step towards being socially conscious if that's what you want to call it or if that's the correct term even but um being young and naive and willing to believe the next big what would you what would you say the next big fight right yeah or you yeah know, the, the, it, it's the, it's the, the, yeah the big disagreement or something the big it's cool to be a part of it because especially if everybody in your friend circle is of the the same world view i guess right okay so yeah yeah you, you're you're part of that social group. You're part of the movement in a sense. And um, at, at a young age, that's very attractive. Yeah. Especially, and to your to your question about the younger generation, consider the advertisements that they must deal with now. And oh, think about yeah, the advertisements yeah. that we dealt with as, as children. Uh, okay. Product, products of the 90s, you know, the children right. of the 90s. Right, right. Okay, so for us... It was just like TV commercials, like a lot of right? jingles. Oh, yeah. jingles, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that still exists now, but I think more importantly, like just kind of thinking about the medium of TV. We watched TV growing up. Who's watching TV? Like, are the young the younger generations aren't watching TV? Who the hell's watching TV? Just us and old people. Like, old, and I, and not even me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, I I barely watch some TV. Like, you know, I'll well, I'll tune into sports or whatever, uh, but. I'm not tuning in to watch any of my favorite episodes of something necessarily. I mean, if, if there is that, I mean, that's why we have Netflix and who, we've got all these streaming services, which I think is now on demand, baby. Exactly. On demand. Yeah. Everything's so instant at this point. And so, also, even if you're watching on YouTube, yes, you get bombarded with ads, but how long are those? 15 seconds. And then you can five skip seconds them or yeah, five. you can, you can, you can skip. Okay, so how are how are companies reaching out to the younger generations now, the 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 TikTok generation, and you know, well, if it is the case that, well, okay, you have social media influencers; they seem to be very big amongst Gen Zers, right? Okay. Now, one thing that I've noticed, if you ever just dip into some of their their live shows or their live streams or any any past show that they've done that's obviously recorded. Not only will they have, let's say, not only will there be ads like via YouTube, uh -huh. they will also plug their own ads oh, in, okay, into yeah. the show. Yeah, you like know? so, so they're it, sponsored. It's part of the whatever. content. Yeah. Yeah. So they're sponsored by something. And in that moment, you know, obviously they can read off the script that the, um, that whatever company that's sponsoring them has provided, but, you know, they can. They have a little bit more time and leeway to elaborate on the company itself, why this product is good. Or uh, they could do a giveaway, you know, with the company, right? Like well, that's yeah. also another way to reach out. But in terms of like, I guess, portraying a stance for the company, like a, a political stance or like a social stance, you know, uh, like a big one is clothing. So a big thing is to have sustainable clothing. I think that's what it's called. The, uh, how they how people describe it, or environmentally sustainable oh, clothing. Okay. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the idea behind that is uh, warehouse uh, manufacturer workers. Um, they're paid well. Um, they aren't working in harsh conditions, and the components of the clothing come from 
environmentally friendly environmentally yeah 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 okay so this is how companies are reaching out to the younger generations i mean is that really the only because that seems like a such a limited reach you know what i mean like i it's like we 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 were flooded with commercials on tv every day right like and 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 you you, sat and watched them because you wanted to continue watching dragon ball z exactly yes absolutely you know you don't you couldn't pause and fast forward unless you pre-recorded that shit, you know, on a VCR. <laughs> I did that shit, you know, even whenever. <laughs> yeah, like especially for the shows that came out like right at the end of, you know, when school was about to end. So you weren't going to make it home in time. You set that VCR, program it. Everybody always had trouble doing it, but I was pretty good at it. <laughs> Fucking record that shit. And then now you have the luxury of fast forwarding, you know, through commercials. That's even. the old school. That's the old school. Yeah. But. I mean, but I didn't do that for everything. So any other shows, I yeah, I'd sit there and watch the commercials like nothing else. I didn't have a phone to distract myself with, so yeah, we didn't I, have smartphones. Yeah, this is not. I guess my attention span was a lot bigger than it is today. <laughs> I, th- I think that's probably another consequence of of all this technology and information flooding that we get is that we can easily distract ourselves with something very like yeah very easily through some other means but back to the advertising part or like for companies doing their advertisements how 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 effective do you think that that is like to in in today's world with this with the with the limited means of being able to reach out to the public you know or the younger generations at least I think it actually I think it makes a significant difference to the younger generation. I think for people in our in our generation, the millennial generation and up, I think this may sound this may be wrong, but I'm going to go off on a limb here and say the millennial generation will we've been we know what it's like to be bombarded with network program television ads. Yeah. That we couldn't we couldn't skip as a, as a child. So now as adults we take every step necessary to fucking skip to avoid them right um i think in the boomer generation i think they're still just hey whatever about it it's life so i I feel like that's just everyday life for them and not too many of them are i guess in that streaming mindset at this right yeah yeah yeah. that makes Uh, sense but at least for our generation we remember how annoying they were and how time-consuming they were. So we take every step that we can to avoid them. Now the Gen Zers, I don't think they've ever had to really deal with that because any of the content that they like, cartoons or whatever it may be, the content that they get, they get it directly. Right. You know, especially. Okay, so like YouTube Kids is pretty big. What if their parents pay for YouTube Red? That means no ads. You, you what YouTube? Oh, YouTube Red. Yeah. That's, I, I believe, okay. yeah, that's the the, the paid that's the TV, the the no premium ad. YouTube that okay. has no ads. The one that's constantly asking if you want to start yeah. a new trial. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I don't time. want it. <laughs> every single time, like without fail. Yeah, okay. So yeah, if uh, if they go that route, um, I believe there. Yeah, I know for a fact that there's uh, children's shows on Netflix, no ads. Right. So. They're, they they haven't grown up dealing with that annoyance, so I think any little ad that they get, they have to get directly by whatever social media influencers, whatever you know live show that they may be tuning into. I think they have to get it directly, or they're just gonna they're just gonna see it on you know their smartphones, uh, scrolling through wh- whatever social media that they're on, and they're just gonna see those you know random pr- promoted. Uh, ad posts and right, stuff like right. that, and I think most would just you know scroll right past that. The most that they would get is like the the color and the company logo, right? Or you know it. Well, it has me thinking because as when I think about any of the ads that I've seen, they're not they're generally not made from major corporations or well established corporations. More, it's more like from these <laughs> niche. Uh, companies or products, you know, like niche, have you have niche. you seen it? Niche, <laughs> niche. I know we go through this all the time. Um, yeah, like I feel like I've seen, I, and and I can't remember them, but I feel like the ads that I get that I see now 
well, besides the ones that are tailored based off what else you've done on your phone or, or laptop, right? Like if you're searching for a bunch of, you know, shit for like home and gardening because you're going to do some project, all of a sudden you start getting flooded with like Home Depot ads, right? But if you're not doing that, you you get these ads of these weird products that are not companies that you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they're smaller. They're not, they're not major well-known or well-established corporations necessarily. See, I can't even say that I do know because I don't even look at it. I just, I swear, I, I, I must just look past it or I, you know, my brain doesn't pick it up at all. God, I, I wish I could think of one, but. But, you know, I'm not seeing, okay, I'm not seeing like Coca-Cola ads, exactly. you know, promoted on Instagram right. or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I was getting at is that now I think advertising is probably more prevalent for like startup companies or just smaller companies in general that want to get the attention, you know, to the big boys have already established themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think that's what it is. So yeah, it's, it's man, what the fuck have I seen? I've seen some really weird stuff. Like I think I've seen like puzzle pictures of like video game scenes or something, which is like, Hey, that's kind of cool. But I, I wouldn't know what the hell that company is, but it seems like they targeted me. Maybe, you know, obviously I like video games or whatever, and they probably see that I play Rocket League and all that. But um, I think that is probably the role of advertisements from companies these days. To try to grow the brand. Yeah. Get their brand out there. Yeah. And and, and again, like back to your, I, I do recall seeing some like clothing ones that are, you know, really durable and waterproof and just like these we i've never heard of these types of like shorts or jeans or whatever the hell they are but you know and then they might also plug in the environmentally friendly and we our production has reduced carbon emissions by like 15 percent or whatever bullshit yeah, and it's just like names. all right what maybe that's why i don't remember the company names like well, I, I i don't care i mean that seems kind of interesting but but uh, can whatever. you stitch a seam properly motherfuck <laughs> right exactly so, yeah, no, maybe that's the role of advertisers now or the role of companies with their at least related to their advertisements. It's more the well-established companies are not targeting the younger generations because they're already all over the place. Like their parents have already bought Coca-Cola throughout their life. Yeah. They know what Coca-Cola is, whatever the fuck. Right. So maybe that's what it is. But it's still that social issue stance that kind of bothers me like i just hopefully it's a phase you think it'll be a phase well you know i no i i I think i don't think it's a phase i think it's an evolution i think it's going to evolve into probably something worse i don't know what that is uh but i don't know because then we have like oh man i don't want to open up this can of worms but then there's like cancel culture and i think we binged or cringed that the other day right yeah, so still cringe <laughs> yeah it's if if now if you as a company have have not taken a position it's like you're shunned and exiled from society like everybody starts i don't know i'm totally hypothesizing here well like um, everything everything kind of goes through it, it's its own ebb and flow right so uh you we have we have gen zers right now and I'm assuming that they're the products of the millennial parents. So millennial parents need to step it the fuck up in their child raising. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, so eventually the Gen Zers, they're gonna grow they're gonna grow up and their own views are gonna change. And I think to be optimistic, I think that this will probably subside. So to th- a certain degree. Okay. So similar to like us or, I mean, cause I, yeah, I, I did go through that phase too, but maybe because I felt strongly about something that was personal. Like I, I, I remember the big stance I took in my twenties was like religion and government, religion inside of government and the role of that. And I remember that being like a really big prominent thing. In fact, we went and, oh, what was it? Who was the fucking governor I think rick, it was rick perry. perry rick perry yeah we went and like stood out there whenever he came into town because there was so, and i fucking forgot whatever the issue was but it was like keep religion out of government and there's like protesting shit so you know you felt better about stuff i guess and you could go on with your life actually i don't remember how i felt it's just like all right yeah it's kind of like the, the thing to do it was a fun event yeah yeah like that was uh 
I'm still kind of embarrassed by that. But uh, hey, everyone's young once. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. So, you know, so that that will happen for the next generations. Like they'll get to their 30s and be like, look back, similar to the way we do. Is like, oh, oh and yeah. it's all gonna be saved online. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, shit. that's gonna be juicy. Maybe that won't. Okay, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you could look back at anyone's life from the last 10 years and now moving in the future, it's going to, wow, what a, that yeah, ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anything online is, is permanent in stone. Basically you could always retrieve that, you know, so keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> <laughs> like really, <laughs> you gotta do a deep scrub of all your cringy videos you've ever made. But, um, I think there are actually companies that will do that for you that you could ask them to, basically wipe your life away from the internet off of the internet uh, and wow that's kind of cool yeah and it's crazy that that's like a service though right like it's like if you did some fucked up shit or posted some things that again permanent in stone in the internet that they could they could do their best as possible yeah, to now wipe up <laughs> now wipe out your service to me like we like doing all that shit Ooh. yeah no but that's yeah that's wild uh, but speaking of advertise <laughs> advertising I, I love this commercial. It's fucking hilarious, but it's retarded. I see this commercial when I'm at my wife's parents' house because they actually have uh, satellite TV. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they get all those channels and they get all of the uh, programmed uh, commercials. And uh, this is one that I see often on the Game Show Network when we watch Family Feud. <laughs> um, best show in the world. Good but, choice. Yeah. Guilty pleasure. But... um. <laughs> this fucking commercial is for either Friskies or Meow Mix. And this is a wet food commercial. Uh-huh. It portrays this cat utopia in which there's these little mountains with streams of gravy flowing from them. <laughs> and like geysers uh, in the background just shooting up in the air with this gravy a cat runs in and like the cat is very happy and then at the end it shows like the you know their their wet cat food slop that's in the the plate or whatever <laughs> yeah 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 and the the cat's like sitting there enjoying it the cat looks all nice and healthy and happy and just thinking to myself like what's this commercial for the cat ain't watching this <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, yeah the, the cat can't look at this and be like I want that shit. That, that looks good. No, but you as the loving parent are like, man, my cat must absolutely love that stuff. I'm going to get that stuff for my cat. You know? It, yeah. yeah see, you're, you're I mean, right. that's the whole point, right? But so you love your cat that much. It's like, oh man, that sounds like paradise. Let me get that food for my cat. But you know, you as a human <laughs> being with a rational mind. You're you assuming a lot. That. You're assuming a very <laughs> oh, large <geez>. No. <laughs> you can look at that commercial with the rational brain and, you know, tell yourself, this place doesn't exist. Friskies and Meow Mix are on the lower grade of like cat foods. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the but the thing is, who's actually watching commercials rationally? Like you're not dissecting it unless you come back later to this experience that is in your mind. Something implanted that in your mind and gave you a feeling maybe. But that I think that's the point, right, of commercials is to evoke an emotion so it's like oh wow like you know and you don't actually think about it but once you do then you realize the ridiculousness of this fictional paradise that your cat will absolutely love you if you get this friskies uh wet food or well, whatever plus the hell it was. i mean the game show network i mean who are they who are they advertising to right uh, older people old ladies yeah old ladies with their cats cat ladies there you go <laughs> No, that, that works out perfectly. We're on to you, Game Show Network. That checks out. You know, one of my favorite commercials, and this is a, it just came to mind right now, like as I guess as we're kind of going back in time, but, and it's also one of my favorite cereals is, and I haven't had in a while, is Cocoa Puffs. Do you remember those commercials? Yes. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And it was like a very... A very busy, like... Uh, it, was, it was always really brown, and then there was the, the bird in there, or whatever the fuck it was. Like, what kind of fucking animal <laughs> was that? Some kind of fucked up bird, yeah. It was like an ostrich or something, like, but yeah, he'd go... The poor man's <laughs> toucan Sam, like... <laughs> they go fucking cuckoo, you know? It's like, as soon as you get that, that bite or whatever, like, it's like the... 
oh, what do you call it? Like those hammer things that you hit and it rings the bell at the top and shoots Oh, right. Through. Like he would blast off almost like a Looney Tune or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he literally would go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I don't know, just chocolate and fucking magicness. Like that. drugs. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that, that bird was cracked out. <laughs> he like literally now looking back, that's exactly what it was. I wonder if they have those commercials anymore. Does Cocoa Puffs still? I'm sure it does. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't had cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> was that your favorite cereal? That was my favorite cereal. Yeah. Okay. That's this is that's a good one. I yeah. liked uh, Waffle Crisp. Nice Waffle Crisp. That shit was straight sugar. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So fucking good. Did you put syrup on it too before you put the milk? No. I, <laughs> I know no, that no, would have no, been no. wild. That would have been wild. But I guess I had a I had a conscience. But um. Do you remember this one? I remember this from my fucking childhood. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think I'm going to have this until I'm dead. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. Only, Only at Mattress Giant. Giant. Ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> and then at the very end of the commercial, it goes, ooh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think, man, Mattress Giant, though, that's local, right? No, I don't think anyone's going to know. Oh, it is local? I think okay. it is. I think Mattress Giant is local. So sorry for anybody listening that's not in the region or area. But yeah, that was, I think that was that's one of our uh, mattress firms, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Mattress Firm, I think, would be the the like more national band. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. But it was only at only Mattress. Only Mattress. Fucking A. I'm going to remember that forever. <laughs> and I've never bought, I've, I've never bought, bought, I never bought, yeah. A mattress from Mattress I don't think I've ever giant. been a Mattress Giant either. Yeah. I don't even know where it is. I don't even yeah, know if same. they're still in business. But you're right. Yeah, that was a catchy jingle, and it, it stuck. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm sure there are plenty of others, but I'm not going to dig deep for those. But Okay, well, good talk. All right, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think that's a good discussion about companies and advertisements or whatever. If anybody has a favorite commercial, write in to us at Mailbag at theignorancemanifesto.com and tell us what is your favorite commercial from your childhood. Yeah, or currently. Or currently, I mean, yeah. And also, maybe if, and I don't know if there are any younger listeners or whatever that can relate to some of the things that we were speculating on, but if you have any thoughts and, and or questions that we talked about, definitely write us in. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. We'd lo- love to hear what your thoughts are on, on some of these things that we talk about because... We are the ignorance manifesto. We're just talking out of our ass yeah. on a lot of these things. All I the mean, time. Yes, we're trying to figure out and learn and understand some of these topics that, that we touch on. But ultimately, we really have no idea. So gaining any extra perspective from you guys, our listeners, just I think that would be really beneficial. And we could definitely incorporate that in future. In a later show. Yeah. Please contribute to the ignorance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, um, as a kid, I remember a lot of commercials from like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network about toys that I always wanted, but, but never, never got. got. Yep. <laughs> oh, do you remember Zoo Books? I yeah, I remember Zoo Books. I always wanted a subscription, not for the Zoo Books. I wanted the poster that came with it for free. Like, it was one of those bonus things, like, order now and you will get, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want the zoo books. I wanted the tiger poster that came with the package as a gift. Yeah. Never got it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. I don't need zoo books. I'm thinking one of the things that I really wanted, and I don't remember if I actually got, but was Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember asking for it for Christmas once, but I remember the commercial, and it just looked like so much fun. <laughs> I know I've played it, and it's not as fun as it looks. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, not. like, it's okay, but it gets old really fast. But I remember seeing those commercials, and I was, they they had me sucked in. I was like, I want to play that. That looks like fun. And it's like the hippos gain all the balls. And uh, I went to a, a lot of thrift stores as a kid, and I remember several times seeing Hungry Hungry Hippos, the game, you know, at these thrift stores. Mm-hmm. With zero balls. <laughs> I knew it. It's just like, what, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> oh, man. You got to get creative and like. You got to get Cocoa Puffs and like throw get those Cocoa in there. Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> that would work out, actually. I mean, they probably wouldn't roll as much, but. Yeah, that's true. 
then you get sugar all in the tubes and <laughs> fucking a advertising oh, oh it's it has polluted our fucking childhood jesus yep. christ all right let's do a binge or cringe all right another segment of binge or cringe we got four we got four today okay number one tattoos Ooh, oh tattoos i don't want to you know if you say binge then you're gonna like flood your ass with tat- like they, yeah. it, it gives off like I'm 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 cool with tattoos I absolutely yeah I'm 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 down with it but I'm not gonna cringe it I guess how about this I'll cringe the overly excessive like full body tattoo people like who just get ninety nine percent of their body tattooed yeah. that I'll cringe but otherwise yeah fucking binge it I'm down hell yeah I'll say binge. Um, because I think the nature of getting tattoos more often than not is you binge for a, f- a certain period. It's often said that when you get a tattoo, it's very addictive and then you want to get more. Yeah. And that's how I felt yesterday. Yesterday, I got uh, a tattoo and it's been, I'd, I think it's been like two years since I've gotten a tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's healing right now and it kind of hurts when you touch it. But uh, now I want more. Just getting the tattoo now has triggered that want in me to to go further and get more. And like I said, I went through a, a phase where two years I didn't get anything. So I think the nature of tattoos, you binge it in certain time periods. So All as right. of now, I'm going to binge tattoos. All right. Nice. Cringe at the pain. All right. Moving on. Number two. This is a fun one. Cryptocurrency. Oh, fuck. Oh, man, I hate cryptocurrency. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. Uh, Fuck shitcoin. Man, bitchcoin. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry. Um, Okay, so this is a little controversial, I think, because if you cringe it now and then, you know, five years or ten years or however much later in the future that becomes, like, primary form of currency, then, like, yeah, you made a mistake. But I'm still going to fucking cringe it. You want to know why? It's because of the effect of mining that has had an effect on other industries. Because we're running into this GPU shortage because all the miners want to rack up all the processing power so that way they could mine, quote unquote, all these fucking digital currencies. Yep. Yeah. And so now we're running into what the, the, the new cars, right? You can't find many cars anymore. New car shortage, yep. New car shortage. Um, I think they're still not producing any new cars. Like is it really? Holy cow. See, so you're fucking up the world that we live in. <laughs> uh, anyone who wants like a new gaming laptop, like you're probably not going to get that. Or if you're building your own PC, fuck any kind of a graphics processing unit. Like you're not going to get that because they're way overpriced. Like they, it's it's insane. So cringe cryptocurrency for that reason yes Yes. but but if you become the primary form of currency in the future yeah i I like you (laughs) (laughs) set some money aside you know get a little bit of bitcoin and because you never know yep uh yeah i'm gonna cringe cryptocurrency for the same reasons i recently only learned about i guess the whole gpu shortage and it being caused by the over influx of crypto miners right yeah, like I guess I never I never made that connection. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, there's whole sections of people out there on the internet. That's such a weird thing to say, <laughs> but uh, like I just you know I came across like a, a post on Insta and I was scrolling through the comments and like it was four thousand comments and just all these people talking shit about you know these crypto miners and hogging up the GPUs, running up the prices online. Right. And uh, I was like, holy fuck! There's a lot of negative outlooks on cryptocurrency. I really hope that, well, because, you know, I have a little bit of Bitcoin, you know, I really (laughs) hope that this shit just doesn't, like, fucking collapse. Phase out. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's been going on for too long that I don't think it will, because it started, like, in the late 2000s, like, the zero. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Like, I don't know, somewhere between 07 and 2010, I think is, or maybe even earlier than that, I'm not sure, but, yeah, I don't know, fuck them. And they're, they're, they're. They're also a big reason for like climate change too, right? Like they're, oh, <laughs> they're yeah. doing a lot of bullshit, soaking up a lot of fucking uh, energy. Yeah. So there's that, but you know, whatever. We're all fucking up the world. Somebody call AOC. 
<laughs> All right, what's next? Okay, number three. You'll like this one. Okay. Craft beer. Ooh, craft beer. All right. Uh, easy. Binge. Binge. I just don't want to binge drink it, though. Let's be clear on that. But I'll I'll binge craft beer. Like, absolutely. They're fun. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, easy one. Um, Favorite Houston brewery? Uh, or I mean, how about Texas brewery? Or maybe it's better to say Houston? Uh, prob- well, Texas would be good because I like, and man, I haven't had their beer in a while, but I like Live Oak. Okay. In, and they're based in Austin. But if we're sticking with Houston, I would probably say Eighth Wonder. Eighth I think, Wonder. I think yeah. Eighth Wonder is where it's at. I like the rocket fuel. It's it's like that. It's a Vietnamese coffee. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that 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 was a pretty good one. Man, I haven't really had craft beer in a while. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm keeping that. All right. <laughs> Actually, I have had craft beer a while ago. But is Eureka Heights a Houston one? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I like I like Mini Boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They make that the one's Mini really Boss. That really good. And Buckle Bunny. That one's really good. Do they make uh, the more cowbell? Or is that Buffalo Bayou? Is that, that yeah. I don't know. Oh, but fuck Buffalo more. Bayou has a pretty badass brewery, though. Yeah? Yeah. No, I've never been. It's a nice one. Yeah. But okay. Um, so so binge. I'm binge craft beer. Cool. I'm Hell down. yeah. All right. The final one. All right. What is it? Demonic Possession. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Demonic Possession. <laughs> Binge or cringe, <laughs> demonic possession. All right, what the fuck? How are we going to tear this one apart? <laughs> All right, so here, here's what I was thinking. Uh, Jesus Christ. Are All there right. different types of demons? So think about think about humans. We got our lazies. You got your, your very... Uh, uh, you got your very ambitious people. Okay. You know? Do... Do we have lazy demons? Oh my god! All right, um, I'm, do what? All you right. know, so like a, a demon that uh, that is a failure in his father's eyes. You aren't know? all demons failures in because aren't and okay? So speaking from the Christian standpoint, aren't demons just fallen angels? Yeah, but you know they got their own society and the culture, right? You would um, think. Yeah, but they're all failures, right? <laughs> Like, oh, in God's eyes, but you know, like, okay. And so, do we have demons in other? I'm sure there are, right? There are other types of demons. Fuck, dude, you've opened up a whole can of worms with this one. Okay, so think about this, right? <laughs> you are possessed by a demon named Roger, and Roger doesn't really like to do demon things. Okay. Roger likes to maybe take over your body to smoke a little pot. Oh, you know, that do kind a little drugs, demon. watch a little TV. Ah. But doesn't really want to, you know, make you contort and crawl backwards up the walls and okay. scare people, you know? So no exorcist shit, but it's a it's a subtle demon. It's a subtle demon. You still get possessed every now and then because, you know, maybe he wants to do something like smoke some weed, you know? So aren't we all kind of possessed by demons then? Is that is that is that the is that the equation that we're setting? Is that demon equals like our our vices that we struggle with? That's a little uh, philosophical thing. Well, I mean, there, yeah. damn. <laughs> well, that's where that's that's where well, we're see, at. I'm thinking that like, if a demon were to possess you, it kind of overrides your your whole body, and I guess your consciousness maybe takes a back seat while the demon like takes over. Right. You know. Okay, so you want to just focus on that kind of demon possession to make it a little simpler. Yeah. Let's do all that. Right, all right. So, so how is it that that a demon even takes over your body like do you have to allow that to happen or can it just happen spontaneously i think it can happen spontaneously you don't have to sell your soul to the devil or anything right oh uh i don't think you have to but that is a route that you can take right so i fuck so what 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 does that mean whenever you sell your soul to the devil like what are you selling yeah how much how much is your soul worth and when you do that, do you, does at that point, do you lose your control of your body? And now the devil or not the, maybe the devil sends a demon, you know, like 
you know, a delegate <laughs> to take over your body and, and thus control the rest of your life, because now he possesses your soul, something has to inhabit this vessel that we, you know, this human vessel, physical. I think it could go either way. Either, either like the demon takes your soul and the soul goes to hell where I guess you were, I don't know, fucking made in his uh, hell palace or whatever. Right. Um, or like you said, maybe he can send a, a delegate demon, <laughs> you know, to to possess you to do some work on Earth, right? Why would what? Yeah, but why would he care about doing work on Earth? Uh, well, he's a busy guy. I don't know. He's got contacts everywhere, work to do. What what's what is his gain for getting our soul? Like, what <laughs> what what does he gain from that? Just uh, he gains God's loss. Ooh. Okay. All right. Man, we're okay. All right, hold on. Let's let's rewind a little bit because I think we're getting a little. This could end up being a whole nother episode right here alone. But um, so back to demon, <laughs> demonic possession, binger cringe. <laughs> yeah, binger cringe. Oh my god. All right, I'm. I'm not gonna binge it. <laughs> I'm not gonna binge. It. I don't even know why I had to think about this. <laughs> why did I even? Why did I hesitate to think about this? I'm cringing fucking demonic possession because it's too complicated we don't have enough information that's it that's my stance okay (laughs) what about you uh i want to binge it but just because (laughs) like look i I feel like oh god (laughs) you know a demon could come in like okay what if a demon could you could be possessed by a demon and you could make an agreement with the demon like hey from monday through friday 8 a.m to 5 p.m you do my job, you know, you oh, take over, shit. you take over my body and you, know, you do my job. Uh, if, you know, if you want to walk up on the walls, you know, a little bit, I work from home. That's okay. <laughs> oh my God. You know, but on the weekends and then after work, you know, I'll take over, you know, I get it. Okay. So you, you kind of want to just like sit, ba- sit in the back seat whenever you don't want to do something, let <laughs> yeah. the demon take over. I could see how that works, but how do you know that the demon's going to do your like, you're bidding, you know, if you have a job, <laughs> if anything, I would have said, okay, demon, you want to possess me between eight and five Monday through Friday. <laughs> I will, I take control because I have a job and I, you know, this body needs to live. And then you could do whatever the fuck you want any other time. But then at that point, your life is only work and you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that sucks. I guess it does get a little dicey and you yeah. got to trust the demon. And I think by their nature, you probably shouldn't trust the demon. <laughs> right. But okay. They, they can't all be bad. They can't all be bad, right? There's got to be some, like, some really s- slacker demons that, you know, it's like, oh, I don't fucking want to, you know, go terrorize the Christians today. Just want to, like, you know, sit on the couch and... All right, like, sure. Well, I mean, we kind of touched on that, or the, the subtle demons, right? Yeah. Like, the ones that are... they. If you're lonely, I think you could, you know, get a friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're going to befriend the demon that has possessed you? Maybe if they're cool, right? Oh God, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. I'm still cringing. Fuck that. All right, I'll, I'll cringe too, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> the 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 mere thought of binging it is opening up like you know the devil's ears, and he's like, oh wait, what's <laughs> like, that? What are they talking what's about? What's that? Right. You do want me to? Okay, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah well, uh, that's cringe. We'll Definitely cringe, cringe we'll just cringe. in case, yeah. even if you're thinking about it. All right, good. Is one able to put their soul's worth in dollar terms? Oh, no. No, you can't put... A, a, I kind of like, okay, what if you sell your soul to the devil and you tell him, or like, what you want in return is, I don't know, Jeff Bezos' wealth. Um, Would he be like, no, your soul's not worth that? Oh, shit. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's why it never works. Yeah, best oh I can best I can God. do is uh, 100k. Like, damn. Um, yeah, I don't. No, no, it can't. <laughs> you can't put a, you can't put a monetary value on the the <laughs> sale of your soul, whatever that all entails. And maybe we'll just explore that on another episode or something like in full detail. Who knows? But yeah, I I, I don't know. That's 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 kind of crazy. Fine. All right. All right. Well, for Benji Cringe, that's all we got. What a fucking list. Yeah. <laughs> what a curveball. <laughs> Jesus. It'll only get better. It's appropriate to say Jesus, too. We're saving our souls right now. So yeah, we're good. We need Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, all right. Um, so I guess we'll wrap it up there, huh? Yeah. Good talk. Like advertising. I like talking about advertising and remembering some of the <laughs> the goofy uh, the goofy commercials that I saw as a kid. Yeah. And speaking of advertising, this show has been... Sp- no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe one day we'll probably have some ads, but... Uh, but all right, so we'll leave it at that. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Instagram. We've got yeah, Ryan. At you want to let them know? Manifesto, straightforward. Yeah, so we got we got the we got Instagram. I think we're on YouTube now. So we're trying to push all of our stuff out there, and yeah. just reach out to us. You know, we've got emails. Actually, you could even e- email each of us individually. Just bear or raccoon at the ignorancemanifesto.com if you have any questions for either of us personally but in general mailbag at the ignorance manifesto mailbag at the ignorance manifesto.com and make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel and uh, you can find it by searching the ignorance manifesto clips and just on there you're going to find uh clips of you know some funny segments from our uh full episodes and uh yeah share and possibly from unpublished episodes we'll see yeah yeah so check us out and uh, I guess we'll leave it at that, huh? We'll leave it at that. Sounds All right. good. Mark the Bear. Ryan the Raccoon. Signing out. Signing out. This isn't real. There's no actual place that shoots. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We're going to cut this. Okay. Oh, la, la, la. Wow, yeah. I'm going to be editing, editing this one. Like, fuck. Yeah.